Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Back live at the Minnesota State Fair. It's the huddle on Sunday morning. Adam Carter at the fair. Pete Najarian also joining me and joining us now on the John Schuster Cobalt Banker. Oh, <laughs> that was painful. Uh <laughs> Uh, Matthew Collar from Purple Insider covers the uh, Vikings. Matthew, good morning. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, you know, we talk about the Twins' record in playoffs and how uh, many consecutive losses, but this uh, Viking consecutive loss in the preseason story just isn't getting enough uh, getting enough publicity. What's what's going on here? <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I mean, should Kevin O'Connell be on the hot seat? Right. Uh, my yes, let's get that started. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it it is. To, to tell you the truth, though, it is quite a change because with Mike Zimmer, he wanted to win every preseason game. He wanted to play the starters. He took it pretty seriously. And with Kevin O'Connell, it has been a pretty big shift. And I think if you look at the uh, infirmary where there's not too many players that are injured, yep. though B.C. Johnson, you know, the receiver, suffered an injury last night that could be significant, according to Kevin O'Connell. But other than that, I mean, look at their health record at the moment. And it's pretty good. And I think that that does connect uh, to not playing guys in the preseason. So there is like there is a trade-off there because they don't get those le- real live reps in actual games. But at the same time, you start the season a 17-game slog, uh, almost completely healthy. So I guess that I would endorse the idea of not playing these guys in preseason. Matthew, I got a quick question for you. Uh, you know, because we don't really, and obviously he doesn't look at those preseason games as the be-all, end-all. He's looking at practice every day. You're out there all the time. So for those of us who don't get to see it all, what do you, who do you think would be like a surprise cut from the team, and who do you think might be a surprise that could actually make the team this year? Yeah, no, it's a great question. And, and we were talking about this on the post-game podcast last night that – like, in years past, there usually are a couple of candidates for surprise cuts. But with this team, it was kind of like we came into training camp pretty clear on where everybody was going to stand. And I, I honestly couldn't really think of a surprise cut um, because there aren't those, like, veteran players who are still kind of hanging around. I mean, coming into camp is like, I don't know, maybe Jesse Davis. Uh, He was playing quite a bit last night. He was a guy that initially looked like he was going to be the starter at right guard. And then, you know, I mean, at this moment, uh, it appears that's going to be Ed Ingram because he didn't play last night. I mean, is it a surprise cut if Ole Udo doesn't make the team after he was the starting right guard last year? Considering how he played at guard and how he's done during the preseason, I don't know if that would be all that surprising. Um, I think that the guy who's made the most noise that we didn't know how he was going to look or if he could be a difference maker is Ty Chandler. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Ty Chandler, the running back out of the fifth round 
you take a late round running back, you kind of get a flyer on him. And then he's come out in every preseason game and just been straight up phenomenal. I mean, big runs in each game, touchdown in the game against San Francisco. He's broken tackles. He's made plays. So that was one where we went, I don't know if you really need an extra running back with this team. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, maybe you actually have a future running back uh, in Ty Chandler. Talking to Matthew Collar, by the way, uh, Purple Insider. Subscribe to that. You get all the uh, inside access to the Vikings. Really good stuff from Matthew uh, that he does there. He's on the John Schuster Cobalt Banker Hotline. The defense, uh, such an issue last year, Matthew, how poor they were. Uh, they go out, they add uh, Zadarius Smith. Um, when we look at the defensive side of the ball, uh, what should Viking fans expect? A significant upgrade? Yeah, I think that there's still some questions there. I mean, the biggest thing, and this kind of ties into not playing guys in preseason, is that Zadarius Smith and Daniil Hunter are healthy. And last year, the pass rush was such a big issue after they lost Daniil Hunter and then Everson Griffin a little later in the season. Uh, But if those two guys are in, I mean, you can do so much with them. And we've seen it during practice where – Darius Smith is lining up on the edge, and then he's over the center, and then he's over the guard, and that, you know he moves all over the place, and that's something that they haven't really done in the past. I think that those two can be a dominant pair, and that the interior with Harrison Phillips, who's looked really good, um, could be pretty good too. But the secondary is still a major question here. Lewis Seen was drafted in the first round to start next to Harrison Smith. That is not going to happen. Uh, Lewis Seen uh, is injured at the moment, but uh, was only getting second-team reps, and Cam Bynum was starting at safety. Also, we wondered if Andrew Booth Jr., the second-round pick, if he could make some noise. He is also hurt and has not taken first-team reps either. So it's Patrick Peterson in his older age. It's Cam Dantzler, who's never really had a good full, complete season. And then Cam Bynum, who played only a couple games last year, and now he's being asked to come in next to Harrison Smith. So there's really in that secondary. And then uh, Shandon Sullivan, their nickel corner, um, you know, he's a, a big question mark as well. Doesn't really have a, a huge sample size of being all that good at the nickel position. So I think that we're still talking about the secondary being very shaky. And if anybody gets injured, it's a, it's a nice trivia question uh, for your friends and family. Who's the next man up if it's not Andrew Booth Jr.? Because at this moment, I'm not even really sure. I'll tell you, Matthew, I'm curious about this because Adam and I were talking on Monday. I believe it was Monday, Adam, that we were talking about uh, the Vikings signing uh, Mullen. Mullins. Mullins. And I'm curious what your take is. My initial take, and I wasn't trying to be harsh, but I just looked at the numbers and I look at the wins and losses and everything else. And I look at his career as he's been in the NFL. I'm not going back to college. I'm going just NFL. And he's got 26 touchdowns, but he got 22 interceptions. Now, what concerns me about that is when you've got your backup quarterback, and that's apparently what he's going to be for sure, if he's your backup, you don't want the backup to be a guy who can lose games. You want him to be a guy who can just kind of get you through and maybe catch that win. So what am I missing? Why didn't we look at somebody like Cam Newton or some of those, you know, there's a long list of quarterbacks that are sitting out there on the edges right now, but what was the decision there? Like what, 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 what are you encouraged by by seeing Mullins? Yeah, uh, there isn't a ton to be encouraged by. <laughs> I mean, you kind of ran through it there like, he played on teams in San Francisco that were very good, and he won five out of 17. Like, that's kind of what you would expect 
from you know a, a replacement level backup quarterback, not one that's above average in any way. And that's kind of how I view Nick Mullins. Is I think a, a major reason they wanted to get him is a he was extremely affordable that they didn't have to pay out big cap space and they didn't have to make a trade that would give up too much. You remember last year when they traded a fourth round pick for you know, a third string tight end. That's not really like what you want to be doing, um, you know, at this time of the year. But at the same time, I mean, this was one where I think needed some preemptive action as, as opposed to bringing back Mannion and hoping for Kellen Mond. It's like we saw this last year, you know, I know it's a new regime, but they had video, right? I mean, they had the practice tape, the scouting reports. I mean, there, there wasn't really a whole lot there to suggest that Mannion and Mond was a good combination. So I think that they just kind of had to do the best they could without giving up a whole lot and for a guy who had played in a similar system because he's not going to have any real practice reps. So he has to have a general idea of how it works. But would you want to rely on him to win a big game? You know, would, would he have won last year in Lambeau? Of course not. So if you run into that same situation, you're probably in a lot of trouble anyway. But, you know, if you go through the league's backup quarterbacks, I looked at this last for last year, they won about 25% of their games last year with backup quarterbacks had to play. Like, it's never a good situation. And so what you have to rely on is that, you know, unless you have a Case Keenum or maybe a Tyrod Taylor, it's just you're probably going to lose those games. So you have to rely on hoping that maybe your defense comes through and just that Kirk Cousins has been one of the most healthy quarterbacks in the NFL because it's really, really hard to find a good backup quarterback. And normally they get paid. I mean, Andy Dalton's making a couple mil. Teddy Bridgewater's making six and a half mil. And when they were going through all that offseason stuff with bringing back Daniel Hunter, you know, extending uh, different players and reworking contracts, signing free agents, they were kind of dealing uh, with not a whole lot of money there, so they couldn't really go, yeah, let's invest $5 million on the best backup in the league, and this is kind of the position that they put themselves in. So is the Kellen Mond uh, experiment over with, or is, would, do, do they keep uh, either Mannion or Mond? What's going on here? Yeah, I think that they're going to, and this is based on their practice reps from last week, uh, Sean Mannion took all of the backup quarterback practice reps, and Mond stood on the sideline, so I'm mm. guessing that what they'll do is they'll cut both of them and then have Sean Mannion be on the practice squad. But you sure. can elevate players for a couple games because Nick Mullins is not ready to be the backup at this moment with no practice and just a couple weeks of the playbook. So you have to have somebody that at least has practiced. So Mannion would be the backup for the first few weeks and then Mullins. And I think the Kellen Mond experiment is over. I mean, the thing is that, you know, last year a lot of people criticized Mike Zimmer for not playing Kellen Mond. But now we're on two coaching staffs. It's like, well, you know, Zimmer had his problems and they needed a fresh start. But I think he knew football players, right? Like, I think he knew which quarterback to start in a, in a game. So, uh, yeah, I think that it comes down to that Mon just did not improve. Like, it's the same exact player from last year. And he had a lot of reasons last year to think, well, maybe he got a tough break or maybe it was a little hard for him. He had COVID uh, in, in you know, preseason, but he comes back and looks exactly the same. I think it's a, a, a pretty much a fundamental problem of not being able to process and, and you know, make decisions quickly that you know, he's got physical skill, but just can't really play at this high of a level. You know, the one disappointment I had, Matthew, was this. Uh, when, when we got to the second, third round, I was looking at Desmond Ritter and I just loved what that kid did at Cincinnati. He's mature. He's got his own family. He's not your typical kid coming out of college. He's a, he's a father and a husband and everything. 
and his numbers are just off the chain. And so far, he's looked pretty good at Atlanta. Was that a guy when you saw him at the Combine, for instance, that you said, you know, that's worth a flyer for the Vikings to be that backup and then maybe someday be the guy who steps in when Kirk retires? Yeah, it's really interesting because the historical record on taking guys that are drafted past the third round is, is not very good. Now, I know Joe Montana and Tom Brady were not first-round picks, but uh, I, I, I ran through this at the draft time, and if you're drafted in the third or fourth round, only one of the last 25 guys who's been drafted in those rounds has succeeded, and that's Dak Prescott. Um, so, you know, and I know Kirk did, but, like, your odds aren't very good. But this draft was a little different. For some reason, these quarterbacks – really fell down the board and now look i mean if anybody any of them becomes good if it's malik willis or i just read a recap of sam howell's preseason that some people like that desmond ritter i've been seeing some high reviews on him if any of them becomes good i think we will probably look back and be like you know you guys took a linebacker and i've been impressed with brian asamoah but it's still a linebacker and as opposed to maybe taking any possible swing that you could at a quarterback. I mean, it might be one of those hindsight things because the entire league was not super impressed with any of those quarterbacks, but I think there was some signs there that it might be worth a flyer. It's just if Quincy Adapalmenta is an odds guy, which we know he is, the odds, if they're not a first-round prospect of succeeding, are just so low that even if we like some of the stuff they've done in preseason, it's, it's probably more that you're going to get like a Davis Webb or – Kyle Loletta or Kevin Hogan out of those uh, those draft picks as opposed to, like, the next Russell Wilson. Hey, Matthew, thanks. Great stuff as always. Appreciate it. Read his stuff at uh, Purple Insider, and uh, we'll get ready for the regular season to start. Matthew Collar from Purple Insider. Thank you, Insider. Matthew. All right, thanks for having me. 1044, Jake Cave from the Minnesota Twins standing by. He joins us next on the Sunday Huddle. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.